Everything you know about health is about to change. Welcome to Straight Talk on Health with Dr. Vincent Medici. Sometimes people suffer, not from lack of faith, but from lack of knowledge. This is the show that changes that. If you are tired of being sick, tired of not getting answers, tired of spinning in circles, for healing is not a mystery. It is a miracle that you were designed to experience. It takes hard work and real knowledge. It takes patience and time. It takes the education this show can provide. So get it straight today. Here's Dr. Medici. Good morning. Good morning, fellow Americans. I'm Dr. Vincent Medici. Welcome to the show. I just signed, I'm telling you, I just signed what we are calling the Great Barrington Declaration, as in Barrington Avenue, as in Lord Barrington. The Great Barrington Declaration. I just signed it. It's been signed by approximately 7,000 scientists, approximately 15,000 medical practitioners, and approximately 200,000 of the general public. Go on to my website, that's straighttalk.cc, and look at the Great Barrington Declaration. I encourage you to think about things, get educated, and sign, because we're going to have to get to know each other if we're going to pull this off. President Trump cannot do it alone. This is no doubt a political scam. This virus makes no sense in our reaction to it. And now we have hordes of highly credentialed scientists that didn't give a hoot nanny about politics. Not really. But what we've seen, including myself, these egregious, irrational, inexplicable transgressions of human unalienable rights um, is forcing this. The Great Barrington Declaration is a sworn statement, not a sworn statement, but a, a public statement. The names are here, the co-signers, medical and public health, scientists and medical practitioners. The lists go on and on and on. People all over the world that don't know each other from different universities, private practice, attached to hospitals, scientists, medical doctors, so on and so forth all of whom know that our response to this at this point is insane. And it is insane. I want to thank <coughs> Sunetra Gupta. Uh, I've referred to her on my show as far back as March. Jay Bacharia out of Stanford. I've referred to him as far back as April. And more who have basically driven this declaration there if you go on the website whether it's mine or anybody else's it's the great barrington declaration and if you scroll down to the bottom of it you'll see the people who have that woman is sinetra gupta and this is jay bacharia on the right and i'm sorry I, i'm not familiar yet with the gentleman on the left this is new to me also gupta was saying at the onset of this now, she's a lead epidemiologist out of Oxford. That's Oxford University. 
That is not a lowbrow institution. And she challenged from the beginning in the literature Neil Ferguson, who was the jackass, the bought globalist. There's just no two ways about it. Neil Ferguson was a guy with an axe to grind who predicted over 2 million dead in the United States due to the COVID virus. He predicted some 500,000 dead in Great Britain. He predicted approximately 60,000, 70,000 dead in Sweden. His numbers were grossly, grossly, grossly inflated. He had a consistent habit, a chronic habit of grossly inflating his statistics. And against the chidings of Sinatra Gupta and other epidemiologists, Witkowski, remember Witkowski from Rockefeller? Yes, you don't hear about him anymore. YouTube, Twitter, Google, they've all done their globalist job. But they all went after Ferguson and said 2.2 million in America dead. Are you kidding me? This isn't something that they were doing from later on. This is something they were doing from the beginning. The day they heard Ferguson's prediction, they studied it themselves and they said, this is insane. That's what the CDC in this country, that's what Dr. Fauci, that's what Bill Gates that's what the rest of these people that are running the show, that's what our politicians all signed on to. The Neil Ferguson prediction. And it was based on that, that the political machine, it was based on that, that journalism all climbed on board to give you, the innocent, ignorant, sometimes stupid public, leadership and guidance. And who were you to believe? See, people are basically good. They tend to trust the leaders of their institutions. They tend to trust their politicians. This should be a lesson. Because the reality of this now is, is that our response to this virus is infinitely worse than the virus. It is causing more death, disharmony, and this will go on for years than the virus could ever come close to. And that is not me. Yes, I've been saying this from the day we heard of the coronavirus. That's not what the point. The point is, you have to go up against everybody else now, not just me. Now, Donald Trump will be elected the next president. Hopefully, we will not have a civil war. Hopefully, he will get the landslide that he deserves. But that's four more years, and after that, we still have to come to terms with some things that are occurring. Like the fact that all these doctors, we don't have a voice. We don't have Facebook. We don't have Google. We don't have Twitter. We might not even have the Internet. There is a censorship going on, and this, even more fundamental than our inappropriate response to the virus, is the bigger issue. The bigger issue is why our politicians didn't look on both sides of the fence. So we're going to have a lot of questions to answer. And it'll go on long after Donald Trump is past his next election, past his next tenure as president. We are at a turning point. I don't think anybody can deny that. I don't think anybody can run from that. And what's very interesting to me 
is where I hear the truth from. I usually hear it from people who have lived outside the United States in societies that have heard the Noriegas and the Hugo Chavezes and the Lenins and the Trotskys and the Stalins and the Maos and all the great political leaders that are supposed to care that come to power in the name of inequity and turn the same people that supported them turn their lives to hell. I hear this all the time. Back when Obama was elected president, I had a five-foot-two Afghani man from Kabul point his finger in my face and pointing to a picture of Barack Obama and said, I'm from Kabul. I know what this is like. Do not trust this man. Now, this is going back 12 years. Honestly, perhaps regrettably, I didn't care and follow politics. I was just a doctor trying to learn what I needed to learn to do the things I felt were important. I didn't have any real political insight in the sense of you follow it day to day and you study it. And I listened to this little Afghani man point his finger. He had fled Afghanistan after years of all the garbage that goes on there. And he said that to me, and I knew he was saying something important. I've heard people like him from other countries who have listened to the Noriegas and the Chavezes and so on and so forth. Tell me, be careful with these types. These types like the Ocasio-Cortezes that are there to level it all out for the poor people, the little people that they love and care about so much. And that if it wasn't for these big entrepreneurial slobs like Donald Trump, We'd have a far better country. How many times are we going to be duped by this? It is disgusting to me that the money that flows into the banks of Beverly Hills and Bel Air, that so many of these people who run so many of these corporations think that their future is safe in the hands of these Marxists. And yet, history shows that people like that are always duped. Not all of them, but far too many of them duped. The very fact that we have the right to demonstrate is something we won't be doing. Black, white, Chinese, green, Martian. We won't be doing it after a few decades of the Marxists and the socialists and the globalists. The very fabric of our country allows differing perspectives. And that's something traditionally we supported. You could have a difference of opinion. I find it very difficult to be a doctor. I find it very difficult to put myself out there create trusting relationships with people who have disease processes who need help who can't find competent care because our hospital system has been so perverted by a virus that barely exists I find it difficult to do a radio show without bringing this forth I'd really like to just talk about the science of health 
But how do you separate it now from the social political issues? I try every week and I fail every week to do this. So let's thank Dr. Gupta, Jay Bacharya, and everybody that signed this. And get on my website, or don't. Go on to the net while it's still there. Perhaps they'll pull it shortly. Certainly, our media is not covering the Great Barrington Declaration. I doubt you'll hear it on Fox. I don't even know if guys like Tucker will bring it on. But just understand, there are real scientists with real credentials, who have real track records. Why isn't the Swedish model being brought to the forefront of the world? Sweden, who hasn't done the lockdown, has only been criticized because Norway had less death, as if the difference had to do with the way they approached it. You know, Sweden, with barely 6,000 dead, after almost a year of this, Sweden certainly has shown us that you didn't need to do what we did here, what we're still doing here in the United States. And Sweden never closed their schools. I'm in school at an advanced age. I'm old enough to remember the way school used to be. If you think your children are going to get away with online educations, you have no idea how mistaken you are. No idea whatsoever. The way knowledge transfer occurs over the web does not simulate being in a classroom. It never did and it never will. And that's what's coming. Because it's the better financial choice and now we have all the political emotion behind it. Spare the kids and let them suck radiation in 40, 50 hours a week. As if that isn't exactly what's going to destroy them, aside from pumping them with vaccines. And we care about our children? Black Lives Matter can put together millions, but we can't bring a couple of hundred thousand people to Sacramento. Well, if that's the way it is, then pack a lunch and put your seatbelts on. Because your children are going to suffer in ways you don't even imagine and don't even have the education to understand yet. And that's why I really stress this to you. Understand what's going on from the molecule all the way up to the podium. Because this whole extravaganza, this COVID thing, is changing us. You can't even pull in to a customer service window without a mask. I'm talking about if you go to a McDonald's or a Starbucks. You can't pull in to any dispensary with your window of your car down and just your good old face without having the person dispensing the transaction with their mask and riot gear looking at you like something's wrong. And you will be asked to move your car. In the time you wait at the window for your coffee, you pose now a lethal threat to the dispensary, to the person with the mask. And that's how far this has gone, and it's gone now, and it isn't going the other way. 
It's not going the other way. We're not getting smarter about this. We're getting dumber. Each week, I get an email from the president of the school because they've come up with some new way to make the rules, the regulations, the supervisions more strict so that none of those students can test positive, that we have not made a distinction between testing positive and getting sick with COVID is beyond me. Somebody help me. Have we all had lobotomies? How are we so filled with sugar and sin that our IQs have dipped into less than single digits? Can we be that stupid? And I will use the word stupid at this point. That as a nation, predominantly, we are concerned with people who test positive. When this is exactly what drives immunity. Do you understand if I gave you a gun and said, shoot yourself in the foot, and you said, oh, okay, that's a good idea. Well, that's what we're doing now. That is what we are doing now. By not understanding that the virus is supposed to spread. It is how we protect grandpa and grandma. This is not my opinion. This is a statement I'm just transferring off the backs of hundreds and thousands of epidemiologists, infectious disease doctors, who fortunately, thank the Lord, have their heads on straight. And yet, predominantly, I would put it nine out of ten people think that it's meaningful in a bad way that the number of cases has spread. We've had March, April, May, June, July, August, September, and October. We have had eight months to study this. And yet we're still drawing all the wrong conclusions. We're still making all the ignorant social changes. I, as a doctor, can assure you from personal experience that more people have gotten deathly ill, more people have died from the way we've responded to COVID-19 than those who have died or gotten seriously ill from COVID. I guarantee you that. It has been my personal experience. And if you check the statistics and listen to the other 7,000 doctors that have signed this, they will all nod their heads. They think this is insane. So where are the demonstrations? Where are the 200,000 in Sacramento? Where is the recall of the governor? Where will the prosecutions of Comey be and Brennan? When are things going to get done? I can't believe I'm saying these things. I still can't even believe I'm saying these things. There's nothing for you to do. Not go to work, not go to school, not eat your food, not love your family. Do nothing. But make sure you are on top of this now. We're in it deep. Just make sure you get to the ballot box election day. Because at least we'll have four years of something that we used to call a president. Pushing this country, God willing, in the right direction. There is no greater, there is no greater priority today. This is beyond all our personal 
desires and all our personal needs and our to-do lists and the things we have to do. We're here. We are here. We've landed. This is where the meaning of faith begins to become real. I have nothing left to say. You guys have a nice day. Okay, that's a wrap. Don't forget to get to Dr. Medici's website at drmedici.com to look at the pictures and review the show as often as you wish. See you next week.